Alright. Oh, mate. How you doing? I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not long it. pregnant pause there. Yeah, I'm okay. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm peachy. <laughs> Absolutely peachy. You know, I've uh, I've been travelling quite a bit recently. Yeah, I've seen a bit of the world recently as well. I've gone from the front room yep. to the back room. Okay, interesting. Every so often we mix it up and go up the stairs. <laughs> yeah. At least you have yeah. stairs. I don't have stairs. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm one floor, baby. Well, you know, luxuries. You have to pay for them. I, left the, I haven't left the house in five days. <laughs> Could it come out looking like Alan from Jumanji? <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> yeah, that's what, I, that's what I feel like, mate. That's what I feel like. Uh, it's it's crazy times. It is crazy, crazy times that we are currently experiencing. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I, it's not miserable for me. Yes, <laughs> probably the bigger picture is a bit miserable. Of I course, won't lie. of course. But there are still some glimmers of light coming mm-hmm. through. Mm-hmm. Well, I say that. I mean, I had a particularly bad day on quarantine day seven. <laughs> okay. So. I'm just minding my own business. And you know those days when it seems like no matter what you do, everything's going to go wrong? Yeah. Now, sometimes that means like big things, like you'll, you'll say the wrong thing to someone and cause a chain reaction that ruins the entire day, or, you know, you'll, you'll do something which has a big... This was three relatively minor things mm. in such a short amount of time that I nearly went postal on the entire house <laughs> and just thought, fuck it. So at first, mm-hmm. I'm putting the washing out, and for no apparent reason, I place my phone on what is basically the smallest pedestal in the world. <laughs> because why not play a balancing game of an expensive piece of equipment in a quarantine, right? So of course, yeah. that instantly nosedived off of that and cracked the corner of my screen, which has right. now been fixed by sellotape, because that's what we have to do in a apocalypse yeah. situation. Of course. Number one. Okay. Number two, okay. I then go into the house, continuing my cleaning, because as you know, I'm doing washing, hence I just broke my phone outside, hanging it, mm-hmm. and I decide to hoover. I put the hoover into the wall. I press the button on. Mm-hmm. This, seemingly, is a destructive action, because the second I try to actually activate the hoover, nothing. Dead. <laughs> the hoover's James seen it abused. as like a, an act of violence. It's really it combative. Really did. <laughs> it, it's almost as if it just went, no. <laughs> And it's gone on strike. So my Hoover died there and then dead. Right. So, right. Phone, Hoover, fine. Two things, both can't be fixed till after all this bollocks is done. Whatever, fine. I'm mm. going to get over it. I'll use a broom or something. And then, the coup de gras, my friend. I open a cupboard. Now, bear in mind, at this point, I've got basically nothing in my cupboards. Because this is the point in the last few weeks where I haven't had the money to go and stock up. And when I have, everyone else has bought all the stuff on the shelves. Yeah. So you'd think there wouldn't be anything to tumble out of a cupboard. Yeah. But what did tumble out was three loaves of bread still in the wrapper. <laughs> wouldn't have been a problem, right? You think it's just three loaves of bread, oh, three loaves of bread, three slices of bread in the, you know, the loaf bag. It's fine. Not going to cause a problem. Yeah. Unless they somehow magically lasso a wine glass and throw it across the kitchen. (laughs) Smashed everywhere. Again, would be fine if I had a fucking hoover to get all the tiny, tiny shards of glass off the floor. But no, I don't. So I spend no less than an hour meticulously travelling around my kitchen floor with a fucking torch looking for glimmers of glass. Matt, it was a shit day. (laughs) I had enough. (laughs) <laughs> so there's two things that strike me as funny there the first thing is um the thing that that really pissed you off was the fact that the glass was in bits that really makes me happy <laughs> that really makes me happy but the, <laughs> but the other thing is like you sort of i was gonna say well at least you have the time to spend an hour with a torch picking up tiny shards of glass on the floor <laughs> you know I, mean? I like, really fucking don't nah. that's the point i've got kids nah. and shit yeah it's like i have to do this if I, you know, if you leave one tiny bit of glass, it will be found three months later by someone's shin or, <laughs> or just something, you know. Yeah, it's so going it has to be the sleece off the end of a toe or something. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, how, how is yours? Surely yours has been better. 
I mean, I haven't been attacked by anything. Uh, Good. Or, or, um, and I don't think anything's broken that much. Uh, I mean, Mm -hmm. my body is slightly, um, but I think that's just uh, (laughs) because I haven't left the house. I feel like a fucking hermit crab. Um, But (laughs) I I can, I mean, I can summarize some of the things that have happened whilst I've been self isolating. Um, So. Number one, my hair is fucking outrageous. <laughs> it has taken on a life of its own. That's funny. It is it is expanding at an unfathomable rate. <laughs> and you know, like, like the universe. Well, yeah, your because hair is the universe. It, my hair Steve is Hawkins the universe. Has yeah. On your hair. <laughs> but it, it just like my hair grows in a billion different directions, but all of the directions are pointing upwards. So it just it's just going up and because it's slightly thinning on top like it's just all crossing over I mean I look like the I look like, I was say the nutty professor that's not what I meant I don't look like Eddie Murphy in a fat suit um but I look crazy that's number 1 number 2 is that my dad has started sending memes and videos Oh good god So it really is the end of the fucking world what he's legitimately said well, is this like facebook you know six no, months out of date memes well it's yeah it's essentially like any sort of juvenile video about anything to do with coronavirus he is sending to me oh, because all of his like old <laughs> buddies are sending them to him and and i opened well he sent me one and i thought okay i'm gonna test the water and i sent him um uh, it was a video that you sent me, and all I'm going to say is it's got something to do with bagpipes. Oh, so right, yeah. <laughs> I sent that to my dad. That's not something we can talk about on the babbleman. No, it's not. But no, I sent it to not. my dad, and it was a, a sort of uh, it was a, a kind of let's test the water to see how far he's willing to go with this, and he absolutely fucking loved it. So therefore, oh every day I'm getting three or four videos from my dad, <laughs> and I text him, and I was like, "You're obviously got." Like, who's sending you all of these? He's like, he just put everyone, full stop. And then I said, you've obviously got nothing to do. And he said, nah, dot, dot, dot. I've had four showers today. (laughs) He's the cleanest fucking man. Yeah. um, Then there's a couple of other um, little experiences that I've had. Obviously, I'm teaching remotely um mm. which is actually that must be weird it's it is kind of weird but but i'm really glad that we're doing it and the response you know the students are wonderful the response has been pretty decent but it does sometimes feel like you're talking into a chasm because <laughs> i mute all their microphones because otherwise you just hear them yabbering so yeah. uh, my usual obviously kind of um, mentality requires participation you know I need mm. to feed off and it's just like I could be taught I found myself doing elevator music while I was um, getting them to do a task for me because I didn't know what else to do and the silence was deafening I was going so that was kind of weird. Um, I'm sure that wasn't off-putting at all for <laughs> I know, I did think that. Like, You've given them a task to do. Let them do it, man. Um, and then the, 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 the sort of um, development into things like, um, you know, apps like House Party and Microsoft Teams and all these kind of online yeah. pub quizzes. And, and the, the thing I wanted to mention, I haven't been invited to one. Nobody has invited me to any. I've I've had a, a, a house party conversation uh, with a couple of different people, but like all the you see all these people kind of doing this cool fucking pub quizzes and shit, and like <laughs> no one has invited me to anything. Um, but one thing I did, one thing that this, you know, genuinely we're not taking the piss, listeners. You know this this kind of weird almost feels like a parallel universe that's happening right now um Mm. there's one thing that's come out of it all which i think is is wonderful and that is um to really fully explore the offerings from streaming services Mm. and there's a couple um which are worth watching but i have an idea 
for um, something that I would call the shit movie challenge. Okay. So I'm challenging you, Lee, and also you listeners. What you want to find is the biggest kind of trash stinker movie. Once a week, (laughs) you must dedicate two hours of your life to trying to find and watch the worst possible movie you can find. And I think that I have found it. What do you think it is? I think looking on Amazon Prime, and I was real deep into Amazon Prime. Um, <laughs> you know, I was balls down. deep in Amazon Prime. In the Prime. secret files. Yeah, yeah. And I found Leprechaun 4 in space. <laughs> in space! Yeah, so I was like, that the is... Fucking Muppet movie. Yeah, that, and the reason why originally I wasn't going to watch one of those movies is because the first one stars Jennifer Aniston and Warwick Davis. Uh, and I was like, yes, fuck that. But I don't think he's in the fourth one. <laughs> I don't think no. they kept him on. Um, Pretty sure their budget wasn't there. Yeah. So my my first shit movie challenge to the listeners, if they have Amazon Prime or, or they use any other nefarious streaming services, is to all watch Leprechaun 4 in space. That's brilliant. And if it, you, what's funny mm. is is that everything that you've brought up there uh, from, from the Netflix to uh, a house party and even your dad mm. is technology-based, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I had a phone call from my dad. Okay. Where I was employed for the first time during quarantine times. Yeah. To be IT support. Oh, I love it. Now, normally, with the IT support call, I will go around in person to offer my assistance and give a physical demonstration of how to do whatever it is that my dad is trying to work out. Yeah. Obviously, I can't do that, can I? No. So, I had a phone Well, no, sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. You could, <laughs> but you're responsible, so you're not. Uh, exactly. Which, listeners, stay at fucking home. Come on. Come yes. on. Stay at home. Don't be a cat. No. Right. <laughs> Okay, so, that was 12. Who had um, cunt bingo? That was 12 minutes for our first C-bomb. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> Merry Merry Christmas, everyone. Well, I like to deliver. So he rings me up, right? And he's got no idea how to open this thing he wants to open. He also can't tell me what it is <laughs> in any distinct manner so I can decipher what the fuck he's trying to do. So right. he's talking to me on the phone. I think, do you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to I'm gonna ring you on WhatsApp with a video call. Mm-hmm. Screen. I can literally point you to the thing that you need to do. It'll be fine. So I try to video call him and I don't get an answer. <laughs> I try again and I still don't get an answer. So I ring him and I go, what's going on? He goes, oh, it's all right. I worked out what you're trying to do now. Let me video call you. So I say, okay. Five minutes pass, and I reckon he can't figure out what button to press to do a video call. Right. So I ring him back with a video call, and finally he answers. And he goes, I couldn't work out how to do it. Ah, praise be. Anyway, so what he is showing me is his mail page, his Yahoo Mail webpage. Mm. And he says, in this email is something I want to open. I go, okay, open it and show me what it is. It's a Word file. I'm like, okay, so what are you trying to do? He's like, I'm doing this. And he's attempting to save the entire web page instead of the thing he wants to open. (laughs) Right. I'm like, right. So I run him through how to save the file, save it to the computer, and then go onto my computer, uh, open it up, go into Explorer or whatever thing you have, and then look for documents or download it. It will be in there. Mm. For the next five minutes again, he becomes obsessed with the OneDrive which I believe is Windows version of, you know, like, just the cloud, whatever. And I cannot, through all power of me trying to speak to him, get him to come off the OneDrive. It's like, that's all he knows now. The OneDrive. That is it. There is nothing else. Eventually, though, he does finally find the file, and I say, have you clicked it? He said no. He then clicked it. It opens fine. He could have done that from the beginning. That's by the by. The worst part of this entire 20-minute exchange is that throughout the whole thing, 
I am contending with the, my video call, bearing in mind I'm trying to see what he's doing, being 0.05 millimetres away from the screen for a start, <laughs> so I can see fuck all. And then he's swiping the camera around so I get a great view of his fucking chin. <laughs> and then he turns it off, so I just get a paused, glitched version of his face for, like, five minutes while he's talking to me, saying, can you see that? Like, how has he got worse? This man makes robots. What the fuck? <laughs> and I swear, I swear, this won't be the last. <laughs> no. Well, I so think, I look forward yeah. to the, the quarantine call. As do I, and I'm sure as do the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 45. Just said it weird because I haven't really got anything else to say about uh, it. 45. Um... No, no, nothing. No, no, nothing at all. Sweet fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> Thus, the rest of the babblement. <laughs> yeah, nothing. absolutely. Just us sitting in silence. Yep. Twiddling our... Fa- Absolutely. Nothing at all. Well, I have got a couple of things, actually. Go on. Um, It's the golden age of TV. We are (laughs) living in the golden age of TV. And obviously, with everything as it is, there's more time to watch TV. But there are two TV shows that have come out recently that I believe are perfect for babblement. Okay. What are they? The first one which is, you know, we're not, we're not, we don't have any breaking news here because it's probably the most watched TV show right now. Um, I, think I, I think I know what you're about to say, but go on. Uh, which is obviously Tiger King yes. on Netflix. Now, I have watched the entire series. I have not. No. I have, I've only watched about 20 minutes-ish. Right. And I think that's enough to give me an idea of who we're dealing with. Yeah. Um, so therefore, I and I, I preempted the fact that you probably wouldn't have seen the whole thing. So I was preparing myself. I was hoping that you had. But maybe when you've had time to watch the whole thing, we'll do like a whole kind of spoiler special on it because it is absolutely fucking bonkers. Um, but the thing... If, if you're listening to this, listeners, and you haven't watched Tiger King on Netflix yet, then you must go and watch it as soon as humanly possible, right? Once you have watched it, the second thing you must do, the second it finishes, is go onto Twitter and look at some of the tweets about it. Because some <laughs> of the tweets about and I, you know, I am not a Twitter person. I don't really know how Twitter works. And I actually found the list of tweets not on Twitter. Um, but it was like an accumulative list of some of the best tweets about the Tiger King. And some of them are so ridiculous and and brilliant that you kind of get a double whammy. Um but I mean, listeners, if you haven't seen Tiger King, oh, you, d- you should. You need I'm d- to I'm watch it. I'm definitely going to watch the rest. Yeah, of it. you absolutely no question. It is the most perfect show for us to talk about. Well, well, really actually, that's not true. It's the second most perfect show. What? Because Disney Plus have released a <gasps> television. show. I know show. what you're going to say. And that television show, <sighs> listeners, is called The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Yes. And it is, I think, either eight or ten episodes of Jeff Goldblum finding all the things that he likes in the world and going to explore them. And we're not talking like the seven wonders of the world. One of the episodes is called <laughs> Denim. <laughs> it's it's just perfection. It's absolute perfection. And now, I, was... I, I I literally only discovered this last night. We were... Uh, uh, Basically, obviously, because of everything going on, we decided, yeah, we'll get Disney Plus. We'll, we'll watch The Mandalorian and all the rest of them that everyone's been going on about. Yeah. And almost instantly, while, you know, the wife and kids go, oh, look, there's Toy Story. Oh, look, we've got The Incredibles too. Oh, look, all the Pixar. Th-. I just went, <laughs> gold blue. Yeah. What is the gold blue? And I could not fucking believe, I, d- I hadn't even heard of it. No, neither did I. Advertised. 
nothing. Well, that was the thing. Unbelievable. But uh, it was it was the thing that sold me on it. Like originally, I was thinking about Disney Plus. Like, I have no interest in watching any Disney movies at all. But I was like, I kind of want to watch mm. The Mandalorian. Uh, Star Wars movies on there, great. Don't like Marvel movies, but eventually I'll probably get around to watching some of them. Um, yeah. And then like, I was like, oh, I'm in an iron about it. The world according to Jeff Goldblum. Yes, please. Don't care how much it is. Take, take my fucking money. money. <laughs> I want to watch the world according to Jeff Goldblum. And I haven't watched any of them yet because I've got two, technically I've got two weeks off, which is weird now. And I want to yeah. dedicate as much, I want to dedicate like the first three days to watching the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Hell yes. It's wonderful. What a time to be alive. I know. So by the next time that we record a full-length Babbles, we will be able to report back to you, the listener. Mm. We already know it's worth your time, mm. but we'll be able to confirm it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, That's. I think that's got to be what we, we... You need to watch as many Tiger King as you can. Well, I need to actually turn on my television yeah. for the first time in God knows how long and actually watch some TV. Because I don't watch TV. I watch YouTube videos on my phone when I'm doing stuff. Normal. Mm. Uh, Speaking of which, though, mm. something unprecedented has happened, and okay. you may have heard of it being a teacher. Joe Wicks, the world's most annoying PE teacher. Yeah. So, obviously, it's been almost mandated that we must watch Joe Wicks and exercise with him. Yeah. So, my son's doing. And, of right. course, I have been elected as the fittest member of the family. My wife's had a hip replacement. The only reason she's not top. Yeah, I mean, I would, yeah, I would agree with that. Fittest member of the family. So yeah. yeah, so I am exercising with Joe, and I feel great. But do you know what? I can't fucking stand. I mean, him, his voice. <laughs> it's it's like a pound shop Russell Brand. Yeah, yeah. So I don't understand how the same person has happened twice, but this one's more annoying. <laughs> a pound shop Russell Brand. Yeah, that's perfect. That's I mean, a perfect way to describe him. Does my nut. But I've also been watching something else. Mm -hmm. Not on YouTube, but by God, it feels like it is on YouTube. <laughs> Jamie Oliver's new series. <laughs> Have you seen the absolute fucking dumpster fire that is Jamie Oliver, carry on and keep cooking? Well, well. So the thing is, I hate Jamie Oliver. I hate him. Um, right. But I have I have seen a tiny, tiny... I've basically seen as much of that as you've seen of the Tiger King. Right, okay. So I'm not fully, I'm not fully equipped for it. But I, I can tell you this. Mm. There are certain scenes that... What, what is obviously happening is, is Jamie is caught at home. He's not going out. and Therefore, he is trying to record things using his phone. But what he has realised is that the 35 people that are normally stood in the room when he's cooking stuff, doing everything else, mm. actually do do things like filming him and framing shots and making sure the cutaways are there and making sure the ingredients are shown. He's having a fucking nightmare in the first episode. He looks like he hasn't slept in weeks. He constantly mentions his kids being a pain in the ass, like he's never been at home with them before, and he's just realised he's got a bunch of cunts for kids. He probably it's hasn't. It's fucking fantastic. He probably hasn't. It's so good. Like, welcome to our world, Jamie. Yeah. You can't just have a smile and a bit of a fucking wibbly-wobbly geezer moment as you're doing a bolognese, mate. This is kid warfare they're coming in throwing shit all over the place you can see the cuts where it's cut and he's like oh sorry if there's a lot of cuts but my kids keep coming in and they're a pain in the butt <laughs> it's like yeah we know because we've got kids and they're all fucking twat it's brilliant jamie Obviously, welcome to and, reality and also he's got like 400 kids hasn't he so it's like, that's... <laughs> he's got like a coven of kids yeah, so yeah. it's just unbelievable like you say a menagerie of people yeah and he's getting his wife to cook uh, sorry not cook to to film him cook Wow. but obviously it's his wife so she's like is that not going to thin it out too much is that not going to overboil she's questioning Jamie Oliver owner of restaurants <laughs> well it's good and <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad it's and I'll tell you why brilliant. he's the reason why I can no longer drink iron brew because he was the one that pushed through the stupid fucking sugar tax. You and, motherfucker. And he, he is the source of all evil in the world. <laughs> you reap what you sow, Oliver. Yeah, this is what, this is what you deserve. This you, is your venom. son of a bitch. <laughs> Stay at home with your kids. I hope your kids kill you, Jamie Oliver. <laughs> Cow fistulation. <laughs>
Have you heard of it and do you know what it is? No, it makes me nervous. Right. So, I had no fucking idea about this. Is it, can I just ask a question? Sorry to interrupt you when you're in mid-flow, but is it, is it what it sounds like? It's probably not quite what you think. Is it better or worse than what I think? Jury's out. Okay, here we go. So, previously, to check a cow's digestive abilities of certain feeds and to check one of their many stomachs, the only way to do so would be for a veterinarian to don a elbow high glove and shove their hand up a cow's ass. Right. But there is a process called fistulation in which a fistula is created, which is basically a cannula. So not quite what you were thinking of. Okay. As you all know, a cannula is a tube connecting a thing to another thing within a body. Not the scientific term. <laughs> okay, now, yeah, all right. Right, basically, mate, cow fistulation pertains to cutting a hole in the side of a cow, oh. which is to be left open and fitted with a donut to keep it open all right. so that you can place, you, you can basically check into the digestive system by, like, direct route from the side of a cow. And to close it up, they put a bung in it, like a plug. All right. And this is done to check that the feed is digestible and to also perform a transplant of certain stomach parts. There's something to do with a cow's stomach that, if you get a good one, you can transplant it to another cow to give that a good one. I'm not a fucking vet. But the, my, my overriding thing about all of this is there are cows walking around with fucking holes in the side of them with what is essentially a cork bung in it. And I had no idea this process even existed. Why do you know that this exists? Like, why, where has this come from? Because I had a conversation with my eldest. Right. (laughs) And we were talking about cows. As you do. And because there was a video of a young calf chewing on a dairy farmer's glove, and it was very cute. Right. And my eldest uttered the sentence, it's a shame you're going to have a hand up your bum soon. And it caught my attention. Yeah, of course. You thought, this is the opportune moment to be a parent. (laughs) So I was like, what? 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 Sorry, what are you talking about? Well, it's a dairy cow, isn't it? Well, what's that got to do with a hand going up its bum? Well, that's where the dairy comes from. That... (laughs) <laughs> sent me down a rabbit hole mm. where I later ended up with cow fistulation because I was trying to understand how my 14-year-old child had somehow thought that dairy had something to do with sticking your hand up a cow's ass. I mean, that's a scathing indictment of the education system if that's what your 14-year-old thought. I mean, fucking hell. But... Something to do with it. I did did hear a story once which has got nothing to do with cows but I think is relevant (laughs) which was uh, there was this guy at a party and he was talking about like lots of the different ways in which you could be intimate with someone and Mm. he said that he got told by his older brother or someone. I mean, it's you know what road it's going down when it's like, my <laughs> yeah, older yeah, brother yeah. told me. <laughs> um, so he was like, yeah, apparently, like the most intimate that two um, homosexual men can be with one another is you... <laughs> you... In- <laughs> oh, you God. insert your hand into your partner's rectum... And you start to make your way up. It's their their um, digestive canal until <laughs> until you you go all the way in until you reach the heart, and you can gently massage your partner's heart. And I can remember thinking, I mean, there's about 
you know, there's miles and miles of intestine. What are you dating, Mr. Tickle? Like, how the fuck are you gonna get your hand all the way up there? And also, the respiratory system and the and the fucking poo canal system are completely different places. Um, like some sort of homosexual hand puppet. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean, he apparently like he was like like convinced, convinced that this was going to um, this was going to be the case. But before I forget, I did hear a really funny story. If you want to talk about intimate moments, um, my friend uh, Russ um, told me yeah. something. Um, I hadn't spoken to him for a while, and we all jumped on this kind of house party thing just to see what it was all about because they kept pestering me about it. And okay. in quick succession, Russ really buried himself. So I am now for all of our listeners going to bury him um, because he he told me, he listens to the podcast and he told me that I could tell this story. Now, oh, right, okay. Russ, so this is this is a different Russ from my friend Russ. We've yeah, got two Russes involved here. Yeah, this is not South African Russ. Um, this is Giant Russ. 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 So Giant Russ. Russ Big is... Russ. Yeah, to give you some context, listeners, Russ is a, a, an enormous man. He is absolutely enormous and wonderful. Um, but he was on Tinder and he had been toing and froing um, <laughs> conversation with a lady. Um, I mean, we're on Tinder being mentioned on this this particular broadcast is not normally a positive no i wouldn't necessarily say this was a nightmare because russ is a, is a fairly respectful chap um good good but it got down to the point where this lady that he was chatting with had requested a uh, shall we say provocative photo um a selfie that's south of the border absolutely not uh-huh. Now, <laughs> to give the listeners some context, um, Russ is well over six foot. Basically, Russ is built like a massive shed. He's he's <laughs> just a terrifyingly big man, and in the best kind of way, of course. But he's he's just a, he's like the eighth wonder of the world, and. <laughs> So therefore, taking a photo of his genitals is going to be quite tricky for him. But he decided that he was going to um, facilitate the request of this lady. So he takes the picture of his genitals and sends it to her. Yeah. Her immediate response to him. Now, bear in mind, (laughs) if you're sending someone a picture of your penis... Yeah, you want a response which is, I guess, you know, positive. I don't know. Yeah, something, something good, I guess. She immediately responds <laughs> with, "You're not very good at angles, are you?" <laughs> oh, that that's a shot. That's right in the kneecap. That that's bang. Get down. Oh, fucking hell. Oh. God. You're not very. I mean, of all the things, I know it's the photography she's bringing up. I know she's not saying oh. she's not talking about the penis. She's not talking she's, about it's anything. It's not even on her radar. Nah. She's just like, oh, that's a terrible bit of light. Yeah, you What's ha- with the backdrop. So, so <laughs> listeners, if you've got any advice for Russ on how to take more, um, <laughs> more advanced genital photography, then do get in contact on Twitter or Instagram at babblementpod <laughs> or babblementpod <laughs> at gmail.com <laughs> Russ, we've got you, brother. We've got you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be angry. Don't be pissed. Just sit down. Put it on your head. You're okay. Okay, I've got quite a few, sorry. Um, Go for it. My first one is Builder Radio Volume. I don't need to hear that you're listening to Radio 1 when I go for my daily exercise. That is brilliant. 
it doesn't Why is it so loud it doesn't need to be so loud every builder is deaf <laughs> well i get that there's like loud machinery and stuff going on it's like i don't want to have to i don't want to stand at the bottom of the road and hear fucking scott mills <laughs> gammering on about fucking billy eilish as i'm walking down the road it doesn't need to be that loud um something i'm calling streaming lag or shinternet um Shinternet. obviously like my entire job now is predicated upon the idea that i have to have decent internet i live in a basement flat my internet is terrible and you're just like halfway through someone speaking it's like oh god it's so fucking irritating um getting too hot for this time of year so not obviously going outside that much um and yeah. just feeling like just boiling, just boiling all the time. And then you go and stand outside for two minutes and it's because it's obviously a lot colder than it seems out of the sun. The Arctic belt. Like, I can't believe this. I cannot find the the, the, the appropriate temperature. Where um, is the median temperature? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> the smell of damp. Just full stop. The smell oh, okay. of damp is like the worst smell to me. I can. I would rather only smell shit for the rest of my life than smell <laughs> damp. I hate it. I used to work with a guy who obviously didn't dry his clothes properly, and every day he used to smell like damp. Um, right. He used to pile aftershave on. It's like, man, <laughs> you ain't kidding no one. No, that's not going to cut it, buddy. No, it's really not. Um, <laughs> Self-exercise videos. I don't, we've talked before about the kind of whole exercise, sharing your exercises with people. I don't want to yeah. watch a video, like a time lapse video of you doing some fucking exercise in your living room. <laughs> I have absolutely no interest whatsoever in that. Stop posting it. No one gives a shit. Um, I feel like you're addressing someone personally. I'm not. I, anyone, anyone, you. anyone yeah, who does it. Um, <laughs> another thing on my hate list this week is my really fucking loud upstairs neighbours. Oh, I bet you're noticing it even more now. Well, it's like, obviously one of them just runs up and down the flat wearing a pair of clogs. Because that's what it sounds like. The other one above above my bedroom, about 11 o'clock, he just comes to life and starts singing and fucking tap dancing around his fucking living room. Turns into Fred Astaire. Yeah, so can you please... I had a bang on the ceiling the other night. I was like, are you fucking serious? Honestly, that's the thing I've noticed about being off from work is everything is so loud everyone is so loud yeah the walls of my flat are made out of cardboard i can hear <laughs> i can hear my next door neighbor having a piss that's how bad the walls think. are like it's ridiculous <laughs> it is absolutely ridiculous um the phrase no shit sherlock <laughs> fuck you off just like that I hate it more than anyone. What do you, what do you like mean? Fuck off. Um, this is a really petty one. Why doesn't your phone data roll over? <laughs> Why does it have to reset? Like, it runs out and you get yeah. charged if you go over or you have to fucking bolt on, which is a terror. That can get on the list as well, the phrase bolt on. Bolt on. Bolt yeah, on, mate. Like, um, but why doesn't it just roll over? It's like you're giving me this data. If I don't use my allowance, can I just have it back, please? Where does it go? Who yeah. are you giving the data to? It's <laughs> preposterous. Um, internet banking password hell. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how. I, I've forgotten the fifth character. I, like, I don't know how any cyber person has ever stolen money from a bank account. <laughs> Because I can't get into my own one. It's absolutely outrageous. Like, you, you, it's just, it's like, I don't, like, you're trying to remember your password. I don't know that many words. It can't be that difficult. But no, no. And then you get locked out and resetting it is just, it's like, to reset this, put in your password. It's like, look, if I knew my password, I wouldn't be in this situation. 
please assist me? Um, and my last one, I don't know if I've mentioned it before. So apologies if I have. I don't think I have. The TV show Miranda. I feel like you have, yes. It's just because it came on earlier whilst I was waiting for MasterChef. And it just really- <laughs> it's just like I watched probably 40 seconds of it before putting it on mute. And I was just looking at it. I hated everything about it. It's To me, Miranda is the Kath Kidson of comedy. That's funny. Just like mediocre, aimed at <laughs> menopausal women. Everything's like a shit... It's like, oh, she bought this from M&S and the fucking audience goes nuts. She puts some googly eyes on a butternut squash. The audience go nuts. She makes some joke that alludes to the fact that she's a giant. The audience go nuts. It's just like, what is this? Who is this for? Why are you doing it? That's me. Toilet paper being left on the floor when it hasn't run out. I'm not I'm not sure I fully understand what you mean. So someone has taken the toilet paper, it mm. is not on a holder, it's not on the wall, it's not on anything in particular, it is a loose roll of toilet paper. It has been used and the remainder of the roll is left on the floor adjacent to the toilet. <laughs> Do you live with barbarians? <laughs> like what the fuck is that? That is preposterous. It is unfucking acceptable is what it is, and <laughs> Someone will pay. Yeah, that's not... That is poor etiquette. The absolutely unnecessary volume of a boiling kettle. Why, when it reaches the peak of heat, does it suddenly turn into a thermonuclear heater? Doesn't need to do that. See, mine doesn't do that. But one thing that I would say is my microwave... When the cycle has completed of the heating, it mm. doesn't stop beeping until you open the door. Uh, and why? I have found myself at times shout, yeah, I get it. All right, I get it. <laughs> it's just really passive aggressive for no reason. And the other and... thing is my dishwasher, every yeah. like 25 minutes, it beeps for about 10 seconds until you open it and turn the thing off. <laughs> And again, it's like uh, my kitchen is just full of things that beep really passive aggressively until I get off my ass and do something about it. It's in, <laughs> honestly, the microwave, I want to put my fist through it. It's but funnily so enough, annoying. my last one is also kitchen-based. You can tell where I've spent most of my time. <laughs> yeah. Unsatisfactory oven gloves. Oh, tell me about it. It looks like an oven glove. It says that it's an oven glove. But when you put it on and pick something hot with it, it is like wearing fucking tissue paper. Yeah. It's pointless. Yeah, yeah. May as well just go in barehanded. Well, it's funny, actually, because I think... Being sold a lie, mate. <laughs> that caught me off guard. <laughs> um, I, I think with the oven glove thing, right, I think it's quite a contentious uh, issue because a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't entertain the idea of an oven glove. They would just use a towel... Yeah, I know, tea towels. It's preposterous. Absolute disaster. Yeah, I agree. You're you're asking for issues. I have a really um, unsatisfactory oven glove. It's really small and really kind of limp. Um, And I've tried (laughs) tried the plastic one, which looks like a little beak. Um, yeah. You put on your fa- that doesn't work either. Shit. Uh, <laughs> I think you just need some like industrial. Um, like, I'll tell you what gloves. I need. I'll tell you what I need. Go and on. my dad's got them, and I know they work. They are heat-lined Kevlar-coated <laughs> gloves, right? The name of said, and bear in mind, you can only buy them. They're that good. You can only buy one at a time. <laughs> What they do you called, mean they're that good? They you can called, only buy one at a time. They are, I can't believe I've never mentioned this before. They are called the Incredible Oven Gloves. <laughs> and they are. Because you can wait, pick wait. up fucking anything. Hang on, hang on, sorry. What do you mean? <laughs> what, so if you went to the shop and you tried to buy two of them, the cashier would be like, no, mean, I'm, I'm sorry, mate, I can only buy you one. You know, you sell you one. Sorry, brother. <laughs> You can no, you can get two, but you have to buy them separately. It's oh, okay. ridiculous. But yeah, wow. it's the incredible oven. It may even be 
I hope it's not a JML thing. I <laughs> well, really hope it's not. I think I think it's again these things just plop in our laps so perfectly. I think the next um road of merch exploration we should um embark upon should be the babblement oven mitt. Mate, like the the, the optimal <laughs> kind of perfect oven. The mitt. optimal oven glove is what it should be. Yeah, called. there we go. The optimal. No, I don't think it should be glove. I think it should be optimal, optimal glove and oven mitt. <laughs> mm, it's got what? Um, optimal oven. I mean, yeah. yeah, mitt's fine. I guess we'll get there. The tagline should be: If you're going into battle, dot 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 with an oven. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Put it on the billboard. Yeah, that's next. We're there. We're there. So I've got some um why do I do this and things I don't really hate this. Have you? I have, yeah. Because I kind of took over on one of those smaller episodes, didn't I? I had quite yeah. a few things that I didn't Yeah, really no, think. that's fine. Um, but no, I've got a couple if you're if you're interested. Oh, I, I am more than interested. Okay. Um, and listeners, if you're just starting with us, um, the Why Do I Do This um, list is essentially you try, us trying to figure out why our kind of weird behaviour is what does our weird behavior mean is it something that both lee and i share um so is my it just us being weird yeah is it just is it just kind of weird quirks of our behavior <laughs> so my first one to the uh, why do i do this is why do i enjoy hoovering <laughs> this is a pastime yeah i i i <laughs> You know, I'm quite a clean and tidy person, as I've mentioned on the pod before, but there's something about hoovering that I find so therapeutic. Hoover in his double form, and I think it comes back to that sort of Buddhist monk thing of keeping your house clean and everything in order. Yeah. And cleansing. It's You can physically see shit on your carpet, mm. and you have the power to render it beautiful by removing every blemish, every bit of fluff, every crumb every bit yeah so i think i think you're absolutely right and i think that um i think there's something quite but i do think there's beyond that there's something quite therapeutic about it i think it's because there's it's a repetitive motion that's over and over Mm. um so that was my first one my second one is why do i always want to watch a series in one sitting (laughs) because it's there well, yeah, and you can kind of, you sort of, yeah, it's that kind of binge mentality. You feel like you, you have to get to the end of it as quick as possible. And then you get to the end of it and you're like, oh, fucking hell, what do I do now? Yeah, there's nothing left. It's, it's, and because you're not as much of a binger, are you? Um, With TV. No, I am. I am. It, it ha- but it's on particular things. Right. Uh, I won't just binge anything. I'll watch the first episode of almost anything, but not every program will get me you know no no when they do then god forbid i'm not some kind of like tv binge floozy they have to (laughs) tick certain boxes but i always think you've got to give a tv show three episodes to know Mm. whether or not um to know whether or not you actually like it um and obviously that relates to the fact that i binge watched tiger king in about two days i think it was um my other one is why do i always let the recycling build up before i take it out (laughs) <laughs> do, you, do you also build a tower of cardboard boxes and toilet paper tubes oh yeah of course because i've got like a, <laughs> i've got like a plastic recycling box which is behind the door in my kitchen um and you kind of just you can just lob stuff into it and it gets to a point where i'm just like i can't lift it i've got the same problem so i've got another box next to that which is for glass and like right. i there's so much glass in the box i can't lift it anymore and bearing in mind i have not emptied it for two years so there's not comparatively there's not actually that much because i don't drink wine or anything like that but like i can't lift it anymore so it's now i'm having to kind of siphon it into black bags and do the like put three or four in do the lift test and that's fine a couple more lift test okay one more okay yeah that's it because the, the the window between 
being unable to carry it and able to carry it is is very very thin um so i don't understand why i do that why don't i just do a little bit of time and then take it out and i've got to wait until i'm kind of it's like jenga and then i take it out you know what i mean it's fucking make it more interesting um i've mentioned on the pod i think probably last episode and i've already said it today already maybe twice how much i love masterchef um yes but my why do i do this is why do i become a food critic when watching masterchef because i could not cook one of those fucking things and i'm not a terrible cook i just don't do it that often but i'm you know you're watching it just like oh and they put it out on the plate i think that duck breast is a little bit too rare um not quite sure about the consistency of that uh artichoke puree yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh oh, that 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 uh that veal cutlet looks a little bit too uh under for me you're like you've never seen a real one in my life yeah you don't know what that's supposed to look like veal no no i wouldn't i wouldn't eat veal but um (laughs) But if, if I can link this to the things I don't really hate list, because it relate, the, the, my first one relates to why do I always binge watch a series in, in one sitting? And mm. I did it within probably a day of them putting the new Brooklyn Nine-Nines on Netflix. Right. I watched all of them. So my, <laughs> my addition to things I don't really hate list, and he's already featured just as himself, but it's Captain Raymond Holt. <clears throat> and it's whenever Captain Raymond Holt calls his corgi dog Cheddar a bitch. Oh, it's brilliant. It is absolutely wonderful. And it's, I would, dead, it's deadpan humour oh, at its very best. I, I, and I, look, I know that we've talked about it before. I think it's one of the most underrated comedy on TV. This series is a bit weird. There's a couple of episodes where they've tried to kind of curtail some sort of... I guess modern commentary into it, which is a bit jarring. But on oh, the whole, I don't need that. Don't no, need on that. the whole, it's stupid and wonderful. Um, my second entry to the things I don't really hate list would be any kind of roasted vegetable. <laughs> it's anyone. Just a, I mean, obviously, the, the, I mean, technically, I suppose potatoes aren't necessarily a vegetable. It's a bit of contention. Um, but <laughs> you, you, you give me a parsnip that's not roasted. I'll throw it in your fucking face. As soon as you roast that little baby in the oven, I will stuff my greedy little face with them. <laughs> like roasted vegetables are just so good. Um, now, I, I'm not massive on a roast dinner, but mm. I must say, every, every maybe once a month, I am in the mood for a proper roast mm. with the works. And yeah, you're right. All those vegetables that I would never look at, like Brussels sprouts carrots mm. like not bothered by the raw version but as you say served up roasted and glazed mm. oh, 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 get in my absolutely not i mean i probably think about roast dinners at least three times a week i try and have one <laughs> at least once a week um yeah like I am a roast dinner whore, one hundred percent roast dinner whore one hundred percent um the other one it and I, as i was reading it i was thinking what what it is is it's <clears throat> i couldn't find the actual technical name for it but i have a pan and it's very food heavy right. this week it, it's it's called sometimes it's called a hot plate pan or a flat iron pan and it's essentially a frying pan that is about the thickness of a couple of pieces of, of cards stacked on top of each other. Like there's no lippage on it. And what it's for is for things like flatbreads and um, like wraps and things like that. Yeah, yeah. It's an absolute fucking game changer, mate. <laughs> you could go into the shittest supermarket and buy the cheapest fucking wheat tortilla wraps. You put one of those on this bad boy for about three minutes and it is a taste sensation. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And my last one is again food related and again MasterChef related. You can tell what I've been doing with my life. Yes. Um, and that is the way that that both Greg Wallace and John Tarode, the hosts of 
MasterChef describe food, particularly Greg Wallace, because he talks about things like there's sweetness and stickiness and crumbliness. And the best one he <laughs> ever said, and I remember this as if it was yesterday, he said this phrase on national television, and not in a kind of quasi-humorous way like the Great British Bake Off does. He was being deadly serious. He said, if it's brown and it's sticky, I'll put it in my mouth. <laughs> and i was like you know what greg i totally fucking agree with you i get where you're coming from mate shit in my mouth 100 (laughs) percent. i mean john tarode what he does like someone's making i don't know smoke mackerel pate with some fucking bread and some roasted vegetables obviously they don't do that it's more complicated but he basically just talks about each of the component parts like well i hope that i hope that mackerel's really well seasoned and cooked properly i hope that the vegetables are well roasted and i hope that the bread is not doughy it's like you're literally just earlier on he was describing what a um canapé was he's like you know they what i'm looking for is something that's really small and kind of bite-sized and packed full of flavor it's like yeah mate that's a canapé you are literally describing the thing that you've asked them to cook I thought you, this was the you don't really hate. Yeah, well, Greg's on the don't really hate. John Tarot talking fucking nonsense is probably on the <laughs> other list. There's so many lists, man. I just, I'm like squiddly diddly. I've got plates and <laughs> balls and fucking all sorts. I can't be expected to not cross streams occasionally, you know? Fucking hell. <laughs> Never cross the streams. Never. Well, there we have it then. Mm. The end. Yep. It comes to a close. Yep, full circle. Cyclical (sighs) nature of the babble. I love the fact that we always sort of end on an ellipsis. Like, there's always going to be more, but not quite yet. No, we'll always leave them wanting more. Of course. But speaking of wanting more... (laughs) The king of Segway is (laughs) 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 I believe that quite a lot of people... Yeah enjoyed the lists of terrible villains from the DC universe. Yeah, I mean, at least four people. I mean, that is a landslide reaction. Mm, mm, Absolutely. So it inspired me. Yeah. And I've got a list of the ten worst Marvel villains. Okay, just to balance the plate a little bit more. Yeah, because I thought it was a little bit uneven just being all DC-based. So I can't wait. At 10. Mm-hmm. Wild side. Okay, let me uh, think. Now, are we what? doing that? Have I got to try and guess what they are? You could, you could try and guess, and I'll tell you what, the, what, um, what they're Okay, from. I've got two guesses. One, something cowboy related. Or two, when you get a couple of beers in them, they just really let loose. They're like, Possibly they're like, they're like Linda's the at one. a gaggle of Linda's at a gin bar. <laughs> We walked past the gin tub in Brighton the other day and there was it was perfect timing. A woman walked past us and stopped in front of the gin tub, looked at the sign on the door and went, Karen, 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 they do over 100 types of gin and 50 types of tonic. I thought, you are literally the core market for this fucking place. <laughs> and the fact that they was Karen, I was like, oh, that is amazing. Uh, Cheers, amazing. Karen. Sorry, so Wildside. No, Wildside essentially was, he was uh, an X-Men bad guy. Basically, he was Wolverine, but absolutely none of the charm or style, and he looked like the 90s threw up on him. He had the huge hair, crazy colours and all this shit. But basically, he was just shit. Like, they didn't write him well at all and just wrote him out of the fucking thing. So it was like, yeah, nice. So 10th, okay, so that's 10th. Okay, what's number nine? Number nine, The Slug. Um, really adverse to salt and copper. <laughs> Get in between your toes if you nip out for some. Give out for a fag. Climb up your walls. What else Basically, do slugs do? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this guy is just an incredibly fat man. <laughs> Like, he is basically Captain America's nemesis through obesity. <laughs> He's just a clammy and fat guy. <laughs> the thing that he does is absorb people he doesn't like into the roles of his fat. 
<laughs> I read a story once of a really fat woman who after about like three weeks of not being able to find her kitten, it was hiding one of her rolls of fat. It didn't die or anything, like it was just chilling. Oh, wow, dear. I love the slug. He's one of my favourites so far. Not, I don't mean just this list, but of all the lists. I like the slug. Just a fat, clammy guy. Number eight. Mm-hmm. Strife. <laughs> Co- it's a cockney woman. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, in case you don't know uh, cockney rhyming slang, that's a little joke on the idea of trouble and strife. Wife. Wife. Be a strife. No, he's an X-Men baddie that appeared throughout the 80s and 90s, uh, but he's one of those ones that has like a convoluted story and he's covered in knives because that's cool and he's got an extreme name (laughs) and, you know, it's one of those real sort of like reachy reaches. Right, And supposedly he's been alive for millions of years, yet he has (laughs) accomplished nothing (laughs) in the way of evil. So, move on. Move on. Number seven. Mm. Gin Genie. Sorry, could you repeat that? Gin Genie. How are we spelling that? G-I-N, Genie, as in out of a lamp. So it's Gin Genie. I mean, uh, the Genie that comes out of a gin bottle? Is it Karen? Is Karen back? <laughs> I mean, essentially, yes. Oh, for Basically, this sake. is an X-Men villain from 2001 who's... <laughs> I mean, really, she's just an alcoholic. And right. she basically gets more powers the more drunk she gets. So she's just a normal person yeah, who's getting really say. fucking battered. Yeah, that's exactly... <laughs> I mean, that's why people drink, right? <laughs> Number six, asbestos lady! <laughs> <laughs> she's really dangerous if you rub her on your body or inhale her. Um, Quite literally... Yes. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> she hides in houses that were built pre-1990. Fuck Starting in 1947, she yeah. caused a few problems for the human torch due a to her resistant nature of her asbestos suit. <laughs> Eventually, asbestos woman fell victim to her own element, dying of cancer. I mean, what Due a to her long-term asbestos <laughs> Fucking hell. That's like an inventor death in a weird way, isn't it? It's terrible. That's just basically a woman who's covered herself in asbestos. Brilliant. I love her. <laughs> Number five, mm-hmm. the white rabbit. I mean, I can't think of anything witty, which is unlike it's, me, of course. It's just the most. Is it just a uh, white rabbit? It's just like a massive rabbit. It's basically uh, a reference to the rabbit in Alice in Wonderland. Of course, yeah. Right. Uh, before. Becoming a trophy wife, killing her husband, and then became bored and decided to make a name for herself in the criminal underworld of the moniker of White Rabbit. Right. Was eventually stopped by Spider-Man during an Easter egg heist. I mean, fucking hell. Fucking hell. The thing is, and those egg ones... egg-related... They're gone. Number four, yeah. egghead. <laughs> a bloke with a, an egg-shaped head... Or he's really he's clever. Is it? <laughs> That's not a fucking supervillain. I know loads of people have got an egg-shaped head. Uh, he's an Ant-Man third-tier, like, bad guy. He steals and tries to kill someone, but his ultimate goal is to cure ageing. I mean, it's not even that bad. Cure ageing? He's aging? a bad, bad guy, yeah. That's quite good. I know. He's just but, a bloke with an egg-shaped head that's got an idea. Yeah, basically. Wow. He died when Hawkeye shot an arrow into a barrel of his gun, causing a misfire. Oh, I mean, such a lame... I hate weak, Hawkeye, anyway. Yeah, and what a Ugh. terrible thing. Number three, Lady Stiltman! <laughs> wait, wait, sorry, what? Lady yep. Stiltman. There's a juxtaposition in that title. Wow, that's confusing. <laughs> uh, Lady Stiltman. Is it just a like a posh woman whose last name is Stiltman? Like Janet Stiltman? It's following a male villain called Stiltman. 
Right. Marvel then decided to follow it up with a female counterpart, but not call them Stilt Lady. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> to call them Lady Stilt Man. Sounds like a really austere woman who's like... <laughs> it was quite cool, really. Armoured suit, telescopic legs, but she's easily defeated by removing a manhole cover. Or she's easily defeated by just tripping. Yeah, she fell down stilts. a manhole. I mean... <sighs> Stilts can get on the fucking list. Number two, yeah. critical mass. Critical mass. I've known a few people in my life that would be described as a critical mass. Mm-hmm. Um, just a really big person that's like super like mean about you. It's like, do you really think, you, everything that you, if you're a superhero, you're about to do something. Do you really think you should be doing that? Is that really the best <laughs> way to do this? Because that it would drive you fucking insane. Um, it's an incredibly fat person. Oh, that's sad, isn't it? Don't yeah. have a dig. Up against Peter Parker, <sighs> Spider-Man. Someone had the mut- mutant ability to shoot an explosive force with his stubby fingers. Stubby fingers? They're having a go at the hands. But he had an untimely death when he accidentally activated the enormous power of a mutant named Mary. A mutant I mean, named Mary. To die to a mutant called Mary. And number one. I can't wait. Pastebot Pete. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be fucking real. Pastebot Pete. A homeless French janitor turned evil supermind. His only power was spraying things with fireproof superglue. I, you know what? I quite like him. Paste pot Pete. Also, if he's French, why is he called Pete? Surely paint pot, paste pot Pierre would be better. I mean, paste pot or Pascal. Pete? <laughs> paste pot Philippe. Finally got an upgrade later in his career with the decidedly cooler The Trapster. The but Trapster? Start, yeah. He finally was called The Trapster. I actually prefer Pastebot Pete. Of course, Pastebot Pete is better. But the Trapster's far too cool for a bloke that just sprays adhesive everywhere. Exactly. So there you go. Number one, Pastebot Pete. I can't, you know, they, you know. they never, ever fail to deliver those things. They, they really don't, do they? They are fucking wonderful. As, as long as you keep enjoying it, I will keep finding the worst villains of certain genres. Can't, can't wait. <laughs> And on that note, I think yeah. it's time to sod off, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, be safe, everyone, genuinely. Yeah, don't, wash your fucking hands. Yeah, wash your hands. Don't be a dickhead. Don't. Just. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Goodbye. that on the front of a newspaper. <laughs> Babbleman says, just don't. don't. And everyone does. They just. They yeah, just they go, away. oh, well, if the fucking Babbleman says it, then we just got to just don't. Just don't. What do you want to do? Don't, mate. Don't. All right. Okay. Cheers. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye.